Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. Happy Thursday. In this podcast, I will be diving into the root center. The root center is one of the nine energy centers or chakras that influence our personality traits and behaviors. So the root center is associated with our stress responses, time management, and how we handle pressure and urgency in our everyday life. And there are two possible states that the root center can be. The one is open root center and the other is defined. So the open root center in human design means that the energy in this center is inconsistent and can be influenced by the energies of others around you. Any area in your chart that is white is influenced by the energy coming in from who you are around. So for the root center, it's inconsistent energy. People with an open root may experience a sense of pressure to complete tasks and may feel restless or hurried trying to keep up with all the demands of life, entrepreneurship, owning a business, being a parent, being a wife, all the good stuff. So you may have a tendency to take on more than you actually can handle in an effort to meet expectations, which can totally lead to burnout. I want to take a moment here to remind you to grab a journal and paper because there's a lot of information here. So definitely do that. And if you're unable to do that, then come back to this and re-listen, okay? Now the defined root center in human design means that the energy in the center is consistent and it's stable within you. So if you have this defined, you have more reliable and steady energy when it comes to handling pressure and stress. And you can often manage your time efficiently and have a better sense of when it's time to take a rest. That is a hard one. I have this defined and I definitely feel the energy of when I'm working with someone that has it undefined. I feel the pressures and I don't like that feeling. And I now, because I know this, I recognize this and I state this, that you're putting the pressure of your undefined root on me and I don't like that. However, if you have this defined, there is conditioning with the defined root because we can force through. Even though we know we need to rest, even though we can trust right timing or we're tuned in to right timing, the conditioning of the world, especially as an entrepreneur or in business or even with family, you put yourself under pressure because of expectations as well. So there is definitely conditioning within the defined root. So if you have a defined root and you feel like you have an undefined root, that's all good. 
that's conditioning, which I will go into a little bit as well at the end of the podcast. Okay, so now I want to go into the gates. The gates within this root center, see I said there's lots of info. There is gate 53, gate 60, gate 52, gate 19, gate 39, gate 41, gate 58, gate 38, and gate 54. If you do not know which center in your chart is the root center, it is the one down at the bottom. It's the last one at the bottom. And you'll notice all of these gates within that chart. Some of them will be white, some of them will be colored in, either red or black. So I'm gonna go into each one of the gates and just give you a, like a little bit of what this gate means, okay? And then as you go through your chart, notice, is it undefined? That means it's not colored in. Is it colored in with a red line? Is it colored in with a black line? If you have listened to my podcast all the way through, you know that the red line is the unconscious. So it's something within yourself that you may not be attuned into, but it is still so important. I truly feel like the unconscious is more important than the conscious, especially in the beginning, because if you don't know about these gate activations within the unconscious and you're not aware of them, then you're not being authentic because you are unconscious of them. So just notice if you have it white, red, or black. Black is conscious, red is unconscious, and white is variable. So gate 53 is the gate of beginnings or the gate of getting things started. It represents the energy of starting new, starting new things, starting new ventures. And if you have this gate, you have the drive to start projects. Um, you may have a natural talent for launching new ideas. However, you may struggle with following through to completion unless you are supported by the other half of the gate or maybe someone within your business or family that has the other hanging gate. Gate 60 is the gate of limitation or the gate of acceptance. This gate is associated with understanding your limitations and accepting them. So if you have this gate, you can be wise in recognizing your boundaries and knowing when to say no. And you have the potential to find contentment through embracing what is possible and feasible. I'm going to go into another layer within these gates, so leave some space if you're taking notes. Gate 52 is the gate of stillness or the gate of keeping still. This gate represents the energy of finding inner stillness and tranquility. Inner stillness. I want to just repeat that. So if you have this gate, you are comfortable with silence and may seek solitude to process your thoughts. And you can be a great listener and offer valuable insights when you speak. This is one that, again, conditioning really has affected stepping into this gate, especially if it's in the unconscious. So if you have this defined, ask yourself about your stillness. Do you find yourself too busy? And is that just because you're trying to fill your space? Because it's actually really important for you to be still so that you can hear your inner knowing. Gate 19 is the gate of sensitivity or the gate of wanting. It is associated with sensitivity and desire. So if you have this gate, you can be attuned to the needs and wants of others. And you may have a strong inner drive to fulfill your desires. 
you're compassionate and caring. Very, this is a very sensitive gate. Sometimes when I work with people that have this gate defined, they have been told that they're too sensitive or they are unaware that they're sensitive and they take in all these other energies from other people and think it's themselves if it's undefined. Gate 39, as you all know if you've been listening, is provocation. This is in my unconscious son. This is why I started this podcast. This gate is the gate of obstacles, provocation. So it represents the energy of facing obstacles and challenges. So if you have this gate defined, you're here to provoke situations that force growth and change. I love this gate. You all know that. Force, provoke, change. (laughs) Growth and change. So if you have this gate defined, you have the potential to overcome difficulties and find innovative solutions And I know I've said this before, but this is dear to my heart. If you find that you provoke people, it is not for you to to make yourself small. When you provoke people and they react, react, right? Reaction is a trigger. That means that they are not in your frequency and it's okay. It's not a judgment on you. It's not for you to step back and to be quiet and not say how you feel. It's them. Always remember that, please. That was a huge learning experience for me, both within my family and within the way I do business and the way I am with my friends, or I thought were friends. Gate 41 is contraction. It's the gate of contraction. So this gate is associated with the energy of contracting or pulling back. So if you have this gate, You may have phases of withdrawal and introspection, which can be followed by bursts of energy and expansion. If you have this gate, it's important to, yes, and. It's important for you to embrace both. Gate 58 is vitality or the gate of joyous. This gate represents the energy of joy and vitality. So if you have this gate, you radiate enthusiasm, You're here to uplift those around you. And you may be naturally inclined to embrace life's pleasures and whatever reasons to celebrate. So step into that because we are so often not celebrating because of feelings of others. At least that's with the people I've worked with. They feel like if they celebrate that they're bragging. And it's truly not that. Gate 38 is the fighter, or the gate of the fighter. This gate is associated with the energy of standing up for one's, for what one believes in. And people with this gate may have a strong sense of justice and can be determined in defending your principles. This is the gate of fighting for what you believe in. In the lowest expression, this can be a gate of fighting for everything. So always that balance. You're fighting for what you believe in. Gate 54 is ambition, the gate of ambition. This gate represents the energy of drive, ambition, and business, and life. So if you have this gate, you may be highly motivated to achieve your goals and be very ambitious in your pursuits. You have the potential to accomplish significant achievements here. So how does this go? I just went through every single one of the gates. How does this connect with deconditioning and why is it important to decondition the root gates? 
By deconditioning the gates that are in the root and you are a business owner, you can find a more balanced, authentic, and sustainable approach to managing the time, the pressures of being an entrepreneur. If you are a mom, you can do this, or a wife, or even in corporate. You can also use these deconditioning practices or awarenesses so that you no longer put yourself under that pressure because of expectations of others where you feel like your self-worth or value is less than. This can lead to better decision-making, it reduces your stress, and your overall well-being, honestly. So when you have a sustainable business, you're able to prioritize your long-term success rather than pushing through until that end result. And I've talked about that before, about if you are an entrepreneur or if you're building a business, or if you're in corporate, it's not like you're pushing, pushing, pushing until you get somewhere. If you're in corporate, it could be like you're pushing, pushing, pushing to get to that next level. But truly what life is about is connecting and presence and where you're at now, because you're already there. There's nowhere that you have to be but in the present. And if you're able to do that, your life is much more sustainable, your energy is more sustainable, your business, your work is more fun and thriving. So it's thinking about the present rather than where you can be or where you want to be and how far it's going to take you to get there. So by managing your energy and time effectively, You can be more conscious, you make more conscious choices, and that you align with sustainability rather than I will be practicing sustainability when I get to a certain place. So when you have the awareness of these gates in human design, it contributes to this sustainability within your energy, within business, within family, within corporate. So I'm gonna go a little bit into each one of these gates again and talk about it in the presence of what it could mean for you for sustainability. It could be sustainability in your corporate job. It could be sustainability with your energy around your family. This is something that I actually struggle with a lot. And it's also sustainability with building the business or creating the business that you truly want, or maybe even staying where you currently are. So gate 53, when you have this gate defined, You're here to initiate sustainability projects and ventures. So you kickstart new environmental initiatives maybe or eco-friendly businesses and you're able to start things. This starting can be harnessed to create sustainability and solutions and approaches for your environmental changes and changes within your business. It's how you be within your business. This gate 53 is how you be when you begin that, when you initiate that process. You are here to promote sustainability within business, life, corporate, whatever areas you are feeling like you're pushing, pushing, pushing. You're actually here to promote that but in a way that is being present in the moment and beginning with no expectation of the result. Gate 60, like I mentioned, is limitation. So this gate encourages understanding your limitations and accepting them. So when you have this gate, you're designed to help promote 
sustainable practices, by recognizing the finite resources of the planet, advocating for responsible consumption. You are here to advocate for responsible use of resources, whether that is energy resource, financial resource, waste resource. It's what feels important to you. So you are here to promote the sustainable practices in that. But again, it's how you do it. Gate 52, stillness. This energy of inner stillness and tranquility is associated with this gate. So it inspires mindfulness and introspection about the impact of the world. So when you have this gate defined, you can use this energy to promote sustainable practices like mindfulness, slowing down, encouraging others to reflect on their choices and make conscious decisions. You're here to encourage your the people that you work with, the people that you love. Maybe if you're in corporate, the people that you in your teams. You're here to encourage pause and evaluation of actions. So fostering a culture of mindfulness and sustainability within all areas of your life. Gate 19 is sensitivity. People with this gate have heightened sensitivity to the needs of others in the planet. You're really here designed to advocate for sustainability by nurturing empathy and compassion towards others and the environment. You are here and designed to be more tuned to the needs and concerns of others, but you always have to do yourself first. So always recognize if you're giving to others first, always internal first, external after. Because when the internal is recognized and taken care of and nurtured, then the external just comes. You start to realize that when you start using this internal practice, internal awareness, internal deconditioning, you don't even have to think about the external. It just happens. So it's easy. It's all inner. Gate 39, provocation. This gate represents facing obstacles and challenges. So if you have this gate, you're here to help drive sustainability efforts by addressing environmental challenges, raising awarenesses on deconditioning, on patterns, and provoking discussions and actions for positive change in the world. And again, not everyone is ready. If someone reacts in a way that is considered a negative, it just means not right now. It's not a negative. It means that person isn't right, isn't ready right now. It doesn't mean that they'll never be, but it just means right now. So don't take that personally. You're here to provoke discussions and actions that push people towards adopting new ways of being. Step into that. Gate 41, contraction. This gate of contraction reminds you to take moments of pause and introspection, especially regarding your own personal energy, those around you, ecological impacts, encourages you to reevaluate your habits and lifestyles, making conscious choices to reduce the energy waste or energy consumption, the drive for money at all costs. It encourages you to contract and refine, contract and refine. 
So you'll notice here, pause and introspection. There's a balance here. It's about pausing and introspection so that you know what is the next right step for you because of your inner knowing. We all have this inner knowing, but we all look externally. Gate 51, um, sorry, 58, vitality. So people with this gate, you can inspire a sense of vitality and joy in sustainable practices. You're designed to advocate for friendly activities, for joy, for fun. You can promote well-being and sustainable energy within your business, within your activities, within the world. Gate 38, the fighter. This gate is powerful because it advocates for sustainability, fighting for what you truly believe in, whether that be environmental, personal, global justice, policies, you are here to fight for what you believe in, but in a way that is out of love, not out of force. So how are you being in that energy? Are you forcing things and fighting just to fight? Or are you doing it for the good of mankind? Gate 54 is the gate of ambition. This is associated with drive. So you get to be bold in your sustainability goals and work tirelessly to achieve them. And you are very important in spearheading large-scale, sustainable impact. And you inspire others to take action. This is ambitious since sustainability. All of these gates are in the root. The root is about pressure. The pressure to get all the things done. So if it's open and you have these gate activations, you may experience more pressure on these specific gate activations. If it's defined, there's more of that consistency, but it is still about pressure. However, we have to learn how to embrace this, this pressure in a sustainable way, in a way that has a rest and a pause and then a go and trusting and right timing. And as you all know, I always speak about voice. So how does the root or the deconditioning and the awareness of the gate activations in the root affect or relate to the authentic voice? So deconditioning each one of these gates and all gates in your chart, even if it's variable, undefined or defined, allows you to shed the influence of external pressures and expectations which enables you to connect with your authentic self and your personal expression. As I've been diving into my work, my personal work, I realized that I truly believed I was being fully authentic. And in some ways, I was. I know who I am. When you look at your chart, there's a lot of things that pops out to you that you're like, yes, I know that's me. But what expression am I in? Am I in the lowest expression? And I'm in the unbalanced expression? Am I in the high expression? Do I have conditioning and traumas that make me hold back because of fear of not liking me or provoking things or not being listened to, which is all of my story. And that's why I bring everything back to the voice. Voice is how we express in the world. Yes, we express through body movement too, but when we're connecting and we're expressing our authentic truth and we're not being judged or forced to stay small, 
It creates change. It creates disruption. There's so many people that is that are afraid of disruption, but once you know yourself so deeply and you know what you're here to do, that fear dissipates. And it's a gift when someone actually reacts in a way that is not considered positive because that means you have triggered something in them. It's not that I go around and try to trigger anyone. I just be who I am. I share my stories. I share my teachings. I connect with people. I support people so they can decondition it and do their deconditioning. I don't provoke things on purpose. I appreciate when I provoke things because that means there's an opportunity for growth. I don't keep poking It's like a yes and. Everything's a yes and. Oh, I realize I provoked them. And then you step back. You say to yourself, interesting. Not right timing right now. But it's okay. I still love you. Right? So in business, authenticity is highly valued. And it fosters trust, credibility, meaningful connections, And by embracing your unique qualities and perspectives, you are able to communicate your values, your vision with clarity and conviction. Not one of us is the same, and we are all here to be of service, to heal, and to thrive. And we each get to do this through our own authenticity, our own lens, and our own unique way of being. I truly hope that you took notes on this. And if you didn't, I hope that you go back, re-listen to this over and over. Take your chart out. Notice if you have any of these gate activations. Notice if you have this center, defined or undefined or open. Open is when there's no gate activations at all. Notice what that means for you. Then go into the gate activations that you do have. Are they red? Are they unconscious? Are they black? Are they conscious? And as you know, you go deeper and deeper into the astrology aspects and the lines and all of that. But this is the first step. If you want to go deeper, I always offer the code provoking from this web, this from this podcast so that you can get a discount on your introductory session. So the coupon code is provoking. It is in the show notes. If you use that, you receive $75 off the intro session with me, which is one-on-one. You actually get uh, a video that goes through what the chart is. Then you get an intuitive reading with me where we go into what's coming up for you right now. What questions do you have right now? And then you also receive a PDF on certain aspects of your chart that I feel is important for you to connect with where you're at in this journey right now. I appreciate you. I hope you walked away with a ton. I love you. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. 
One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.